From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you wherever you may be around the world. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Pastor Mike Douglas with you here along with our producer and co-host Elaine Harlan and our faithful prayer intercessor, the inimitable Mr. Owl, Al Ramsey with us as well and and uh, some not old friends, but don't start off friends that way. from a long yes. time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> one of the cool things about you know God's family is He, he brings people into your lives, mm-hmm. and and uh, Andy Heath, Martha, one of, yes. two of those most wonderful people in town, and and Welcome. and you guys you. are just uh, the way you've responded to uh, God's calling in your lives, and and uh, had the pleasure with partnering you uh, with you a little bit in ministry over the years. Uh, we're we're just going to have some fun here, mm-hmm. rejoicing in what God has done in your life as well as what he's doing through you uh, Good. to uh, to bless the city. Looking so Andy and Martha it. will be with you in just a second. Right now at the top, though, let's check in with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. What will people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? What will people do when they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with the story of another real-life Jesus freak. Because she's a Christian, Libya spends much of the 1970s in a Russian prison and comes to expect the nightly whippings from the faceless guard. But one night she looks into his weary face and sees how he, too, is tired of the beatings. A voice tells Libya to forgive this man, for God loves him, too. So as he lifts his whip, she lifts her head and smiles. The man is stunned, and Libya says, I see you as you once were, a beautiful, innocent child. And I see you as I hope you will be. She then tells the guard how Saul of Tarsus had been a torturer, but was changed by God. That night, the guard's life is also changed forever. How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. You know, don't, don't we wish that more often we could see our circumstances and people through God's eyes? Yeah, I mean that that woman in prison receiving the daily beatings. You know, I'm I, I'd be looking for an opportunity. You know, to to hook the guy's knee and, and take him out. You know, and, and here she is. She but but she sees him through God's eyes. And and uh, what what an amazing thing. Hey, just a reminder, friends, if uh, you're listening and you're within the. Uh, Greater Modesto area, Stanislaus County, join us this coming Saturday on the 4th for a wonderful parade. It takes place every year. It's the Downtown Christmas Parade of Lights. Downtown Modesto kicks off about uh, 5.30. And uh, the uh, Advancing Vibrant Communities 
historic fire engine <laughs> that uh, here. Mr. <laughs> Owl has put lots of blood and sweat and tears and blood and blood and blood in. Especially uh, this year, huh? Especially <laughs> this year, yeah. And in fact, uh, it's going to be a miracle to see that engine rolling down uh, this year. But anyway, the ABC fire engine will be tooling down the road. Uh, lights ablaze, and uh, we'd love to love to see you there <laughs> on the freight route coming up uh, this uh, Friday on uh, Saturday on on December fourth. So look forward to seeing you there. As a matter of fact, uh, with the Volunteer Center of the United Way, you have an opportunity to help out in that parade because volunteers are needed this year with the annual Celebration of the Lights Parade, the big downtown extravaganza. Approximately 70 volunteers are needed to help out with the parade setup, some strategic placement of the floats in the staging area, uh, marshals and security barricades and road closures and all. You know, a lot goes into putting that parade together. You know, as you're standing there on the sidelines all up and down the streets and what have you, there's a lot of people involved in that uh, parade. Volunteers must be at least 18 years of age, able to stand for long periods of time and uh, available from about 2 o'clock in the afternoon till about 8.30 that evening. Flexible shifts are available. All volunteers are provided an orientation prior to the shift and will receive a commemorative event thermos this year. So put some hot coffee or hot chocolate, whatever uh, warm you Boy, a thermos love. sounds good this mm-hmm. year. Uh, it's it's going to be a tad on the cool side, yes. I'm so afraid, huh? Dress warmly yes. yeah. and make my, sure the little ones are... My, my goats were really ticked off this morning because yeah well Whoa. because the weather is my fault well, you know of course. I mean, and uh, yes. they had something to say to me this morning as i <laughs> what but it, what was it that freddie and patches had to say well i don't want to tell people <laughs> that i talk to goats you know i mean that, that you got to keep up the oh, thing here all right okay you know but but i did find thanks to someone else mm-hmm. Uh, they have this addiction to Cheetos, and we won't mention who <laughs> okay, addicted them. But anyway, so I ran back and I brought out the Cheetos for them, and you know, Pastor Mike was a friend again. A uh, peace uh, offering. A peace yes. offering. Yes. It, you know, who'd have thunk it? Those yes. Cheetos. Yes. You know, and oh. I know those are close to your heart. Yes, there. they are. Yeah. 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 Thank God for Cheetos. Yes. Make yes. Sure, sure that you tell them that Aunt Elaine says hello. Uh, were All you right. trying to moving do something on, there? Moving okay. on with the uh, volunteer opportunities Good. at the Modesto Gospel Mission. They're having the Happy Birthday Jesus Party, where you can uh, help out volunteers ages seven years and older with an adult are needed to assist and set up, serve dinner, and pass out gifts to the homeless individuals and families because they're celebrating Christmas there. And and what better way to do this? Volunteer shifts are available from 11 to 4. Volunteer ages 12 years and up may also sort and prepare gifts uh, for distribution Monday, December 20th through the 23rd, uh, 9 a.m. Prior to volunteering for the first time, though, you need to uh, take the uh, volunteer orientation. And that's happening Thursday, December 9th. And that's at 5.30 uh, p.m. And it's not necessary to uh, attend the orientation if you've already previously volunteered at the mission. But donations, uh, food uh, for the holiday dinner, warm clothing in all sizes, 
gloves, scarves uh, for men, women, and children, toys for all ages are appreciated and needed there at the mission. You know, since 1948, the Modesto Gospel Mission has provided nutritious meals, warm beds, and a a place of safety for thousands of poor and homeless men, women, and children. And uh, so don't forget to take part in a happy birthday Jesus party at the Modesto Gospel Mission during those times. You know, and speaking of the mission, getting ready to have the the first uh, Modesto's first annual Spirit of Giving 5K Run and Walk. This is taking place on December 11th, and uh, all of this benefits the Modesto Gospel Mission, so we want you to mark your calendar for this. Um, It's going to be a fun time. Uh, Volunteers are needed for the Children's Fun Run Quarter Mile Designed for Little Ones. The proceeds, again, benefit Modesto's Gospel Mission. We'd like for you, if you're interested in taking part of this, to please contact directly Mike Araza. Mike can be uh, reached directly at area code 209-480-8599. Again, Mike's number is 209-480-8599. And uh, all interested volunteers are encouraged to uh, get involved in this. This will be a great time. For everybody. And here at ABC, oh, if you have any questions about any of these items, please feel free to give Barbara Borba a call for the Volunteers uh, Center of the United Way. She's uh, reachable at 209 524 1307, extension 113, or you can email Barbara bborba at uastand.org. Here at ABC, we uh, received a phone call today from the mm. American Red Cross. There's a family staying in a local hotel uh, for a brief period of time as they uh, will be moving into their new home, but they need a bed and a table and chairs, and so we're asking for volunteer donations for that. Yeah, fire and victims. Fire yeah, victims, yeah. yes, burned out of their home. And that happens a lot here in it this does, valley yeah. as it does elsewhere, but we'd like to help this family out. So if you have beds to donate, a kitchen table and chairs, please give us a call, 209-544-9571, and we would love to help out this family as soon as possible. Also, a family in Riverbank needing a kitchen table and chairs. This is a family of five. They have three children, mom and dad, who are both out of work right now. Uh, Tough times right now. Mm. And so uh, they're just uh, struggling to make ends meet, and uh, they need a kitchen uh, table and chairs as well. And it is cold outside. Nobody Mm. needs to tell us that. So blankets are needed, space Mm. heaters if you have them. And again, we would like to uh, stress that uh, anything that you donate, whether it be space heaters, washers, dryers, refrigerators in particularly, uh, need to make sure that those items work. We need them in good, clean, working condition. That's how Jesus would give, yeah. and that's how we want to give to others. So, again, our phone number is 209-544-9571, and we will get those items to the homes in which they are needed. We well, you know it's been a while since we had the pleasure of uh, bringing our brother Andy Heath uh, to Lighthouse Live, and tonight he's back along with his beautiful bride, Martha, and we are pleased uh, and honored to have you guys with us, uh, joining us this week. You know how with some people, uh, you haven't seen them for a while, and, and then when you do, it's just like you pick up right where you left off, and that's how it is with you guys, and and we're just uh, so happy uh, to have you with us. Um, and uh, just celebrating Thanksgiving. And by the way, how was your Thanksgiving? It was really nice. We had the opportunity this year to uh, serve 500 turkey baskets. Wow. Uh, which fed about 2,000 people Amen. on the Monday before Thanksgiving. That's so uh, just the thought of uh, how the Lord has blessed those that are 
less fortunate this year uh, when we sat down for our family meal. Mm. It was a great yeah. blessing to us to know that there's uh, 500 families that had a complete turkey meal as well as we did. Think of the loaves and the fishes right there. That's yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah, that it was so wonderful. And you had a personal celebration not too long ago, right? Isn't well, I had a birthday. Are we still celebrating? And I had a 23rd anniversary Yay. with my lovely yes. wife. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Celebration of uh, good. Around here, we don't necessarily count birthdays anymore, but we do acknowledge them. <laughs> you know, at my age, I'm good with that. <laughs> I am. I am. The anniversary... Those are milestones. Oh, amen to that. Yeah, she's put up with me for all these years, so I'm grateful and uh, for her mercy and grace in my life. (laughs) You know, last week we had a wonderful time here celebrating Thanksgiving, and we this room and the whole place here at ABC was just full of volunteers and partners, just you know, all about being thankful and and it's so easy. Oftentimes we think about the good things in life that we're all thankful for. And, and I was just thinking, you know, it's not always easy to say that we're thankful for the things that we struggle with. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we were just talking, Andy and Martha, a little bit before we went on the air about the things that we struggle, some of the trials and the valleys that the Lord walks uh, with us through. But, you know, we're told in Scripture to be thankful for those times as well. Yes. Are we not? Yes. Yeah. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. Yes. yes. It does drive us closer to God, doesn't it? Yeah, amen. Sometimes we're at our very best when things are at their worst. Well, and, and I've, you know, come, come to be resigned to the fact that, you know, we often don't learn as well when times are good. Yeah. You know the the lessons that we learn, the the life lessons, the uh, the God moments, uh, really are our deepest, and uh, I think uh, uh, more profound when we're under attack, we're yeah. under fire. You know, and that that's and that that's when God shows up and just His glory, and and we can say, no, oh, yay, God. Yeah. Well, you know what? When we are weak, He is strong. Yeah. And uh, those are times when we have to. Uh, for whatever reasons, because our frailty of being humans rely on God more than yeah. ever. And and you've had a lot of personal experience uh, with, yes, with those valleys. Yes, yeah. yeah. with, uh, you know, losing a son and, uh, uh, you know, our sobriety over the years has been uh, not a challenge since coming to Christ, per se, but those are all things that we've had to overcome, mm-hmm. me and my wife, in our lives. Mm-hmm. Mike. And I think one of the, the greatest... Um, things that we learned through you, about you, and, and with you was the wonderful way you embraced forgiveness mm-hmm. and really, for a lot of us, redefined it in terms of uh, offering that forgiveness uh, regarding the death of your son. Can you touch on that just a, a little bit for us? Sure. Um, it's been, what, honey, 14 years ago, mm. uh, we lost our son, Dean, uh, to a tragic accident. He was shot to death right on our street corner by a young man that lives right across the street from us. Um, but during that period of time, um, we had come to Christ shortly after that. My mother-in-law, who uh, we were caring for, had terminal cancer. Mm. Uh, it was three months after my son had died. She had passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we were mentioning earlier, Mike, you know, sometimes in our worst moments, uh, it, it causes us to go to God. Well, um He said he would never give us more than we could bear, but that was to the point of my personal breaking, which I needed to be broken. Uh, 
because I always thought I had a handle on life, but at that particular moment, I knew exactly that I had no handle on life whatsoever. So me and my wife at that time, we, uh, we had accepted Jesus into our life, and he began a transformation of uh, not only uh, healing us from the hurts of losing a son, uh, losing a mother-in-law, but also a healing in our marriage, in our family, and in our own personal lives, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, change had to start with me. Uh, I couldn't point the finger at my circumstances at anybody else, but change had to start within me, and I had to have Christ in my life to begin that change. And uh, there was just a transformation that happened. We... Uh, we began to pray for the family of the young man that shot my son. We began to pray for him. Uh, we began to pray for ourselves, uh, my wife and I, Lord, that we choose to forgive God. Yes. Uh, at first, that was a confession of faith that wasn't a seed that was planted in my heart. But over time, me and my wife, as we prayed and prayed and prayed, one day we said those words, Lord, I forgive this young man, and I meant it. We, we would go to church on Sunday mornings, and as we would go to church, this young man's parents were in their car going to visit him at CYA. Mm-hmm. And either they were behind us or, you know, we were in front, it, and we could see their shame. Oh, yeah. And, and I, just, I just told Andy one morning, you know what? They need our prayers they're they're torn too. You know, they have a son that that's locked up. They have so much that they have lost also. And um that's when the prayer started, you know, um, months right after. And um like Andy says it wasn't something that we really felt inside, but we knew because the Lord had already planted something in us that it was the right thing to do. Sometimes there's things that we know are right and we should do them. We don't necessarily feel it, right? Amen. Or exactly. want to do it, right. yes. but we just knew that that's that was a process for us. And as Andy said, eventually it became a life. Hmm. Now, how did how did you communicate that with uh, the young man? Yeah. Well, my- I wanted to right away do this. I told him. I says I knew that there was going to be. Um, a hearing. I knew he was going to go before the judge, you know, if he was going to be released. And I wanted to see him. And um, Andy had said, it's not the right time. So it's not the right time. We waited. And so then we waited. And then he was released probably the next year. And um, he had um, voiced his, that to his uh, probation officer that he would like to see us. Because he, we saw him. He was across the street. We, you know, we would come home from work or leave in the morning, and he'd be out there. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was through his probation officer that um, somebody through the victim services got in touch with us. Yeah, and they set up an appointment. Uh, we agreed to meet with him uh, and his father. We set up the appointment at our church and asked uh, our senior pastors to join us. Uh, we gathered together that day. Um, and I'll mention the boy's name. His name is John, uh, because he wouldn't mind. Because, uh, believe it or not, I know this is hard, but for people to understand. But but John is now like a son to me. Wow. Uh, wow. 
Uh, we had a time of, of, of mighty restoration during, mm-hmm. we gathered together, uh, his probation officer, a officer from the victims for violent crime, which I've become very close with. I have an association with now. We sat John down and, and, uh, uh, my wife had the opportunity to speak with him. And I just told him, John, I want you to know that I have forgiven you for what has happened. I said, I have one expectation of you, John, and that's that you live your life to the very fullness mm-hmm. that God has blessed you with. Mm-hmm. My son's life here on this earth is gone. I believe he has eternal life with Christ because he had given his heart and his life to the Lord. But you, I, I have an expect- expectation from you, John, and that's that you live your life to the very fullness and that you don't allow this to hinder you in any way. Uh, we offered him the opportunity to know Christ. We asked him if he would receive the Lord, his, you know, Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. And he said he had already done that while he was in prison. Is that right? Yes. Wow. Uh, I had talked to his father. Uh, he began to weep because they were, they were overcome with, uh, such peace. Mm-hmm. Because they knew we had forgiven them, because they could sense the love that we had for them, yeah. uh, and we had forgiven them. We had released them from the burden of what has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and and since that time, you know, the first time he bought a car, you know who he brought it to, Mike? He brought it to me. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, isn't that neat? Yeah. yeah. Anytime something's going on in his life, he he comes to me for counsel. Uh, at the food bank, uh, I was uh, the program manager at the food bank, and they would send CYA workers to to come and learn a trade at the food bank, as well as to help us out with uh, a distribution of food and services. Uh, the Lord had sent His girlfriend to be a worker to be a worker there, mm-hmm. and she was always looking at me funny. And one day she'd come into the office, and she goes, "Pastor Andy, do, do you know who I am?" And I I said, "Well, I think I do." And she goes, "No, I'm I'm uh, I'm John's girlfriend." And I just smiled and I said, "Well, look what the Lord has done. Mm-hmm. You know, this this is not a mistake here." Yeah. So he would come by to the food bank to pick her up and I would have the opportunity yeah. to come in and ask him how things were going. I would pray for him daily. Mm-hmm. And uh and to this day, you know what? I believe that he is prospering. He has fallen from time to time. Yeah. But it's funny how uh, the Lord always sends me into his path. I'll see him in a store, in a gas station, and we make eye contact. And he immediately bowed his head and said, I need help. Mm -hmm. And I said, I know. The Lord has sent me here, John. I prayed for him. The Lord graciously restores him back to where he should be. Mm -hmm. And uh, these days he's doing well. He's now an educator, and he's giving back to the community. And he's living a life that I believe uh, I had asked him to live. And I believe that was a type and a shadow of a prayer that I was praying for him. And I believe God has honored that prayer by uh, enduing him with power uh, to stay free from the bondages that he's had in his life. Amazing. You know, you talked about restoration. And as you were talking, Andy and Martha, I was reflecting back to earlier when we were listening to Voice of the Martyrs Amen. Right. and, and <laughs> you know, the whippings that, yep. that were going on and, and the forgiveness. And you were seeing through 
the eyes of God. Mm. You were you were seeing him through through God's eyes. Well, he says, you know, if if we don't forgive those that have trespassed against us, when I stand on judgment day, then my heavenly Father won't forgive me of my trespasses. And I know that no man sinneth not, and I need mercy, and I need forgiveness, and I need grace over my life. So it's very important for me to sow that seed of forgiveness so that I can Amen. be forgiven of yeah. my trespasses. Yeah. You know, we uh, in in the American church often throw around Romans 8, 28, mm-hmm. somewhat flippantly and mm-hmm. almost in a trite way. But, you know, this is where it, where the rubber meets the road with that, that all Amen. things do work to the good. Yeah. And, uh, in, in, I was just thinking in terms of, of your act of forgiveness, two huge things happen. The, the, the load is taken off of your back. Yes. Yes. You know, free that tremendous, you do, yeah. you are, you are free Amen. from that. And then you also released uh, John and his family yes. as well. And we know, we know it's God's, you know, at, at God is at work in that, but you had to take the initiative, mm-hmm. you know, to flip that switch and, and to let God's grace enter into that mix and, and do what his grace, you know, do what no other human can do. Amen. It's something that when you're forgiven much, much is expected. Mm. I've been forgiven much in my life, but you know, once we get free from those things in life that ensnare us, um, I really believe that opens up the avenue for God to use us. God says that the greatest of all should be a servant to all. And, uh, now I'm no longer a consumer in this world. I feel like I'm a giver. Yeah. Um, that God has redeemed our lives, my wife and I's life. Um, and through what the devil has meant for evil, God has turned around for the good. So now we're ministers of the gospel. Uh, you know, we have opportunity to serve people in so many different arenas of our life. And, and God has just poured out his blessing and his anointing upon our lives. And I know it's because of the power of forgiveness, mm-hmm. because that's when God really, really started to move in our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, Andy, one of the one of the reasons a- ABC here exists is we, we just feel we have to keep chipping away at this thing about it is more blessed to give than to receive. Amen. And and oh, to yes. develop that lifestyle. You know, I'm thinking of of you and 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 the work God does through you. Serving is not an event for you folks. It's a lifestyle. It's yes. part of it your, is. your DNA, isn't That's, it? Yeah. There's How, a there's you're helping somebody and you're you're giving to somebody but you know what the what you get yourself is so much more than what you're putting out isn't that and people i mean if you if you can understand that Mm -hmm. i mean i think everybody would just want to keep giving because the blessings you get and that feeling you get from just being a servant yes and the little things like he he was out at the church today fixing tables (laughs) you know it's a blessing life is fulfilling as Mm -hmm. a servant Mm -hmm. it makes life full um, before, uh, life wasn't like that. And now, uh, being a servant of God is, uh, it's the greatest calling a person can have. And that is what makes life full. It is a calling. And mm-hmm. we, we, we get that. Oh, praise God. We get that. And, and I think that calling is so important. Uh, Andy, and, and within the body of Christ, we're not all called to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if we were all feet, then yeah. the hands would never yes. do anything. You yes. know, and if we were 
all ears, then, you know, the word would never be spoken. So I, you know, we all, we all have our, our different callings. And it's, it's when you see the body rally to God's cry to love your neighbor as yourself that you see communities transformed. Yes. And I don't know that we'll see that in our lifetimes. You know, I, I, I think we see, um, we, we see evidences of it. But, you know, a, a radical change in the community, I think, depends upon the body of Christ answering <coughs> Christ's call to love your neighbor as yourself mm-hmm. yes. and step out and actually do it. Because yes. one, how many people, Elaine, have we connected maybe, you know, for the first time or they haven't done, you know, really served anybody in a long time and they go, wow, that was cool. Yes. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, it is because God's in it and that's yes. what he's wired yes. us to yes. do. Yes. The love it? of God mm-hmm. shared with our neighbors. Uh-huh. Amen. Yes. Yeah. Amen. And we this, see it day after day. And this community would literally turn it, it. It would turn upside down for good. Yes. And and I think uh, in in today's economy, with with government dollars shrinking, mm-hmm. again Romans eight twenty eight yeah. here, Andy and Martha. Yeah, we can see that as a negative, and certainly if you're an administrator in county or city government right, right now, you see a lot of negative. And yet, what a wonderful open door that provides yes. for the body of Christ to jump up and say, we'll do that. Yeah. Yes. We're, we're, you know, we're little, uh, God makes it much. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. the increaser. That's he's right. the one that That's multiplies. Right. All we have to do is be obedient and have a servant's heart to help others with less mm-hmm. than, mm-hmm. and God will multiply. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And be be available. Yes. Be willing and be available. Yes. Be willing. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. And you guys have been that. I mean, you've made yourselves available with your experience, strength, and hope. Well, you know what? It it's just uh, for the God we serve. How can we not? You know, the the Lord talks about, uh, you know, giving, giving, giving is better than receiving. And when we as people step out and start that process, we realize that life really is all about that. And life becomes so full when we give rather than receive. Mm -hmm. Now, the receiving, we receive from God. We receive the fullness of life. We Mm -hmm. receive the the fullness of that God shall supply all of our needs according to his riches, Mm -hmm. which are in glory. Mm -hmm. It's an automatic. When we love the Lord with all our heart, with all our mind, and with all our soul, and our neighbors as ourselves, then everything else is automatic. Mm, giving and thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, oftentimes, and I, and you know, please understand if you're listening. I'm, you know, understand the spirit in which I'm saying this. But but you know, there are times people say, "Well, I signed up to serve, and never heard from you." Mm-hmm. Okay, but you know, if if your heart is in it, God will provide that opportunity. There's somebody down at the end of your block that needs a blessing. Amen. You know, there, there's somebody in your extended family that, that needs a blessing. And, and, uh, you know, our, our job here is to do the best we can to, to offer those opportunities. And, you know, we, we can't get to everybody individually all the time. You know, we have the website and we have email and now we even do Facebook. I mean, that was, oh, <laughs> we were just talking had, about that. Yeah. Had to teach this dog some old yeah. tricks for that. <laughs> uh, but I know you're on it, yes, you sir. guys. Yeah. I know so anyway, uh, you know, so we're t- taking advantage of the technology 
analogy, but but really, you know, friends, if if our heart is in it and we really understand that serving others is not an act of just obedience to God, it it it, it flows out of our love for Christ. Yeah. It it's a natural flowing, mm-hmm. uh, a natural thing that happens when you're in love with Jesus and and That's you're it. you're just tracking with Him. The Holy Spirit provides those opportunities, and I, I guarantee you they're. They're in a house near you. Amen and amen. amen. Yes. You you bet. And we do appreciate each and every volunteer and each and every person that does serve and worship and praise God. And you know what? Third day keeps the spirit of thanksgiving and praise alive in the song Everlasting. And here it is on Lighthouse Live. And we'll be back with more.
Third Day on Lighthouse Live, the everlasting. I love that. I could play Third Day all day long and not get tired. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the parts of the show I always look forward uh, to. And that, you know, that's why we have the producer over here be the musical director. <laughs> yes. You know, she's very, very talented uh, at, at finding uh, that I stuff. Just love so, that. Awesome, pa- awesome. Pastor Mike, Elaine Harlan, and Al Ramsey, along with our very special guests and friends, Andy and Martha Heath. And you guys have got some very special things uh, coming up. And Martha, tell us about... Uh, what you've got here on the table, you've got some things laid out and well, we'll share a, with our listeners. A couple of years ago, Andy and I got involved with this ministry called Operation Worship. Mm. And what Operation Worship is about is um, getting the Bible, signing it, and they send it to our troops. Right. And we have here the different, um, the four different branches of the service and this pink Bible right here, which goes to the wife or the girlfriend. Yeah. That, right. And um, what we're going to be doing next year... Um, is we're going to be we're wanting to be going to churches and have churches sign the Bibles, and then Andy and I will take the Bibles to uh, Operation Worship headquarters in Rockland, and they distribute them there to um, as needed. The chaplains contact them and um, they distribute them to the different military bases, and they're also sending them to Afghanistan and Iraq and around the world. It is it is oh, an awesome. incredible ministry. Um, we. We have um, a sister in church that had lost a son in Iraq. He was in the Army. And um, as a tribute to him, I wanted our church to purchase a case of Bibles in honor of Bruce, and he was in the Army. Okay, So I contacted Operation Worship to order these Bibles, and they send me Navy Bibles. Uh-oh. And I was so upset, and I told Andy, we got to take these back because we got to sign these at church. His anniversary is coming up. So they let us know they were in Rockland, so Andy and I took a road trip. We went out there, and when we went to Rockland, they loaded up our car with 10 cases of Bibles. Wow. And this is Rockland, Amen. California? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yep. all right. Yep. They loaded up our car with 10 cases of Bibles, and we just have this... Um, it's just we have a relationship with the ministry leaders there that's uh, extraordinary. Uh, we went out to Spirit West Coast and helped them out at their booth. Uh, we had an event in Manteca for a Memorial Day where we set up Operation Worship booth. Um, we have a motorcycle ministry at our church, cool. uh, Covenant Riders. And this is what Covenant Riders does as outreach. Okay. They do the Operation Worship Bible signing. So of any churches out there... We're available. Yes. Right. Well, we'll go to your church. We'll we'll bring Bibles. And what this is is there's a place in the Bibles where you can sign a personal yes. message to a uh, a serviceman or a woman. Mm-hmm. And right in the front, it's something just to tell them how much we appreciate your service to this great nation, the United States of America. This is awesome. It, it is. It's so big. It's so. It's just wonderful. And uh, to and, and I'll. Here, here's the ball. I'll hold it up to the microphone so you can all see it out there. <laughs> I um, wish you could see well, it. it they're friends. all camo and they're this all. Is it is. It is really cool. It, it, it's a paperback with with the camo cover on it. Yes. Uh, Operation Worship Holy Bible, and it's the stencil thing. You know, that's typical military. Mm-hmm. I love. This. And then at the bottom of that is is the branch of the service. Mm-hmm. U.S. Army, uh, U.S. Navy, Marine Corps, U.S. Navy, Marines, and uh, and so it's a, a wonderful way to, to to bless folks. Now, how, how can people um get involved and and, contact uh, contact you yeah they can contact me uh pastor andy heath 
uh, at andy.heath at att.net or uh, call my personal cell phone. I'd be happy to hear from you. And the number is 209-606-9103. You can contact me at any time. We, We would love to get you some Bibles to sign uh, if you'd like to get involved with this, I can give you the numbers and the contacts of the ministry heads of Operation Worship, and you can uh, uh, get something started yourself. Again, that number, uh, actually, let me give the email first again. It's andy.heath, H-E-A-T-H, yes. at A-T-T dot net. That's andy.heath at A-T-T dot net. Or uh, Andy uh, will be happy to take your phone call as yes. well at 209-606-9103. That's 209-606-9103. We see you here where uh, the Patriot says, we salute you. You've got Operation Worship also. Radio station K-Love is on here. Mm-hmm. Spirit West Coast. Mm-hmm. Just a, a whole... Uh, a whole list of people involved here. This is absolutely it marvelous. Is, it, it is incredible. I mean, we're so blessed not only to be... Um, to, ab- to be able to do it out here in the Central Valley, you know, I mean, it's it's growing, and we want to be part of the growth. And all of these Bibles have been uh, approved by the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. So the Bibles that are going into the field of battle, these young men and women get, get to keep these on their person. Mm-hmm. They don't have to leave them at their base. They get to keep them. And, I mean, what better way? When do you really need your Bible yeah. as in... When oh. they're in battle, that's when they need the Word of God <laughs> as they're covering. They've got their covering. swords Amen. right here in their hands. Yes. Oh, this is wonderful. God bless you for this. What's, and and just... what Operation Worship also does is they've been putting on concerts, Christian concerts, on bases. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're having a, from what they told us when we saw them last, they were going to be having one in Hawaii. Yes. In February. What but, they do is during the Christian concerts, they distribute these Bibles by, because it's a government, it's the government, they have the Christian concerts, and they put these Bibles out in front of the stage, and they tell them, if you would like a Bible, they are available to you. And they say at almost all of the concerts, There's every single Bible is, is picked that up. right? Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and they got pictures on their website where there's thousands of people at these concerts. And it's just, it's incredible. What is that old adage? There's no atheist in a foxhole? Yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Mr. Alf out there. Yeah. Amen. Uh, what I think is really cool as well is it, you open the front cover, mm-hmm. and down at the bottom, the, the first uh, piece of scripture they have there. Yeah, it's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Oh, for I know the plans mm-hmm. I have for yes. you, says the Lord. Mm-hmm. They are plans for good and not for yes. disaster, to mm-hmm. give you a future and a hope. What a wonderful yeah. way Did to you see this is them. the uh, oh, New Living man. Translation too. This is this is wonderful. We just uh, we just uh, pray that this this just goes Amen. all over and that this will be something that they will have for lifetime to come. Again, friends, uh, to get connected with Andy and Martha regarding this uh, Operation Worship, it's andy.heath at att.net, 209-606-9103. God is using you powerfully in this ministry, and you have something else exciting to tell us about, Andy. There is a... You mentioned your church several times. Let's talk about the love uh, Victory Life Center Church. uh, It's 2118 Woodland Avenue. We have an emergency food pantry. Uh, We've been in the food distribution business for 25 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, every year we have a, a very large Thanksgiving giveaway. We've had it at the church the last couple of years. Previous years it was at the uh, Civic Center downtown. Uh, but on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I want to let everybody know that we do have an emergency food pantry 
at uh, 617 Winmore Way in Modesto. That's off of Crow's Landing Road. Uh, and on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we have emergency food distribution from 10 a.m. until noon. Uh, but also, we have a, another program for seniors and women with children called the Commodity Supplement Food Program. Uh, this program is for seniors that qualify. Uh, they have to income qualify, but the ceiling's very high, so I encourage seniors, if you need food, please seek this mm-hmm. uh, program. It's a, it's a wonderful way to supplement your diet. Uh, lots of good things. 40-pound uh, uh, box of food with uh, cereal and cheese. Uh, and for the women that are not on the WIC program, uh, this is also a 40-pound box for you and for your children. So you could walk away with a substantial amount of food. And that's on Monday th- through Friday. Uh, this program is available. It's also at 617 Winmore, uh, Suite F in Modesto, California. Uh, we highly encourage you to take advantage of this program. It's uh, it's a federally funded program. Uh, there's plenty of food available, so please take advantage. If you need food, please come by. It's available. And what have you seen, uh, especially in you know with today's economy and and such, people losing jobs, uh, businesses shutting down, and and such. Uh, seen a rise in the amount of people, or what? Yeah, what have you seen? Uh, definitely a rise in the people, and it's uh, it's the economic class of people that have changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, um, you know, ten years ago, I didn't see the working needing food, but now we have the working poor. I call them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the the times are hard. These are people that were very self sustained at one time. But now uh, they find themselves in a jam. They've lost their homes. Uh, work is hard to find. And so what they're doing is they're just needing a little something to get them through those tough times. And, and please, I encourage you, you know what, don't be ashamed. The Lord said he shall provide. Right. And uh, that's what we're here for. We're held to help you. We are seeing that as well, Andy. And I, I sense something as you were mentioning the seniors to please take advantage of yes. that. Yes. Is there, was there something... Uh, else behind that statement are you seeing the seniors a little bit in a different light or is there something going on with yeah that? they're they're very hesitant you know mm-hmm. they they've worked hard all their lives and they have taken care of their own business but now uh you know as the dollar uh, takes more uh, dollars to get less um i want to encourage the seniors you've worked all your lives you've paid your taxes all your lives this is a federally funded program that you have paid for mm-hmm. please Please, if if you're in need, I don't want you to be in need. Please take advantage of the program. It's called the Commodity Supplement Food Program, 617 Winmore Suite F. Please take advantage of it. You can call uh, the number there is, uh, you know what, I don't have the number on me, 617 Winmore Suite F. I encourage you to, uh, oh, it's 538-9700. Thank you, Lord, for reminding me. It was there. It was there. Yes. Thank you. 538-9700. You know, you can call. You don't need to go down there. They'll pre-qualify you over the phone. They'll need just some basic, basic information. But please, if you're struggling in any way, I encourage you to take advantage of the program. You know, I think that's one of the things that's been significant over the past couple of years is, uh, you know, I suppose uh, society carries a stereotype around of, mm-hmm. of people who are in need. And, and, you know, we look at the pictures, so the black and white pictures of mm-hmm. the food lines, the bread lines, yes. you know, back uh, <clears throat> during the Depression. And, and 
Andy, you and I have crossed paths at funerals uh, yes. many, many times and, and uh, serving a lot of people out there. And one of, one of the things that I find fascinating is we do have a, a generation or two that were very self-sufficient and uh, came out of the Depression era, yeah. you know, and, and either either in it or, or just on the cusp of it on, on, on the other side. And they were used to making their own way. They were, they were used to facing obstacles and overcoming them. And an obstacle was something to be overcome. It was yeah. a challenge, was something that you, you attacked in a positive way, uh, you know, to, to overcome. And, uh, and, and they're suddenly in a situation now where the odds are overwhelming against them. And it is very hard. It's a, it's a hard emotional thing. That's a hard psychological thing to say, you know what? I will accept, I will accept a blessing. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, that, that too is, is a hard thing for a lot of Americans is, is accepting the blessing when it's offered. Yes. And, and you know, I struggle that with that, you know, Me too. from time to time. Yes. It, it's not yes. an easy thing to do, no. is it? No, it's not. Uh, for years, you know, even in the church, uh, being a minister, um, I was always you, cause the Lord is taking care of me well. Uh, I, we really are so blessed. I've always been provided with employment. And uh, the abundance of God uh, has really been prevalent in my life. But I know that many times I'm one pay- paycheck away from being in the same situation <laughs> yes. as yeah. many. Right. So many uh, and, and I realize that. And so many times I've been blessed by uh, people in the congregation or even from the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they want to do something nice. And, and at first that was a very, very tough thing for me but then i i thought you know what why why would i steal their blessing that's right yeah they're trying to bless me why why would i want to steal their blessing mm-hmm. so folks it's it's all about resetting our minds and our thinking you know what uh me uh the ministry uh the food bank we want to bless you and and i just want you to receive if if you're in need please don't hesitate call that number and uh, and get what you need, and it's not one of those <clears throat> dynamics where you're a number, and you know you're you're reduced to just being uh, an, another tick on the clock. You yeah, know, no, we this, care this for is, you. Is, this is God providing. Yes, yes. And uh, I, I'd imagine Andy and Martha, you've seen quite a few stories come through those lines over the years. Any any lives, any stories that particularly come to the top of your mind? As, yeah, I had one gentleman walk in. Um, he, he's been uh, since gone home to be with the Lord. Uh, his name was Al Prevost. He walked in one day. Here's a senior man that uh, really was fairly destitute, uh, had worked hard all his life, uh, career, raised a family, but uh, for whatever reasons, you know, the economy uh, stripped him of uh, retirement, of uh, pension, and he was really, really destitute. Came in and got food and then walked in and, and said, I'd like to speak to somebody of authority there. And I, so I, I went and talked to him, and, <laughs> and he's a very uh, hard, uh, matter-of-fact gentleman. And he says, you know what, I, I won't receive this food unless I can volunteer my time here. Oh. And I said, well, that, that would be wonderful. <laughs> and volunteer time is available. 
From that day forward until the week before he passed away, he was there at 8 o'clock every morning, Monday through Friday, serving the community. And yeah, and actually was a huge, huge asset to the ministry. You have to love that. Yes. And you know, from his generation, that's the way they think. Because, I mean, that's, you know, and what? Amazing. There's no harm in that. I mean, no. that's a great thing. It's no. good to give back. And, and, and the best part, you know, uh, Mike and Elaine, is that, uh, you know, uh, he knew his health was failing, and oh. he seen the love of God in that place, and it changed his heart. Mm-hmm. And he ended up giving his heart and his life to Christ uh, shortly before he had passed away. So, you yeah. know what? I have this blessed hope that when I get home, Al's going to be there, oh. and uh, it'll be a great right. reunion. How precious is yeah. that? And he'll be serving dinner. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 he'll be, yes, absolutely. That is so yeah. cool. Well, you know, and I was wondering, as we were talking earlier, the need for volunteers, because I always wonder that. <laughs> yes, you, you know what? You you can call. Uh, there, there's always a need, of course, Uh at the emergency food pantry on Monday or Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, when they're serving, they they need help hauling food for for the elderly who can't haul that box. We haul the the food to their cars. Uh, uh, there, there's lots of opportunity: packing oh. food boxes, uh, folding boxes, uh, tearing down boxes. There's always opportunities. Oh, our friends, are you listening? How can we? Uh, where can we send them? And, and the phone number again. That's that's. Uh... Yeah, it's 538 and 9700, uh, Commodity Supplement Food Program, and it's also in the same building. There's a, there's a large warehouse at 617 Winmore. Uh, you can call down there and uh, uh, ask for Jerry Quillen. He's the program manager down there, and he would be delighted to talk to you. What better way to give back? Yeah. You know, we were just talking about a couple of minutes ago that, you know, there's an opportunity to serve near you, probably in your, in your block. And God, God really presents wonderful, creative opportunities to us uh, throughout our lifetimes if, if we're just looking for those opportunities. And Andy, uh, we, we crossed paths at, at, at the cemetery often now. And let's just talk a little bit. You have wonderful, uh, service that, you, that you're doing now to, to honor veterans who have died. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, I, I, I've sat with a, a precious gentleman over the years. His name is Perry Ellis, a Vietnam veteran, uh, uh, awarded uh, the Purple Heart three times. Wow. Mm. Was a shut-in for years because of PTSD and other problems, uh, 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 psychological and other issues, physical issues that he's had over the year. And God sent me into his life uh, uh, to love him. Mm. and to listen to him. Mm. And I've gained his confidence over the years, and he has managed to unload all those years of guilt and shame and pain. And now he's uh, vibrant and serving. And so uh, what he's done is he offered me the ability and the opportunity and the honor to give back to our servicemen and women through being a chaplain for the Sons of the American Legion. Now, I never uh, served actively in the armed services uh, but my father did in two wars. Uh, so what I'm doing is I'm serving as a chaplain in the Sons of the American Legion in honor of my father's service. Uh, I've been a captain of the Honor Guard, uh, and uh, it's really been a blessing because I give I get the opportunity to honor those servicemen and women that fought. And now we're losing many of our Second World War II veterans. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do cross paths, you being a pastor and uh, preaching many, many funerals. And I'm there uh, uh, just offering uh, uh, spiritual support to to our veterans uh, that are coming home from overseas as a chaplain. 
And also, I get the honor of uh, honoring our servicemen and women by, uh, uh, you know, being part of the honor and the color guard for the funerals of our uh, great servicemen and women that fought so uh, honorably for this nation. I wish, though, when we're doing those together, Andy, that you not point the rifle at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's over your head. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I looked around one day. Yeah. Ready? Aim, yeah. and they're all. I'm going, wait, let me duck. No, I'm just being facetious. <laughs> but, you know, and, and the, and it seems like people maybe think, well, that's, that's a wonderful thing to do. It is beyond wonderful wow. because it means so much mm-hmm. to those families. It really does. You know, uh, as, as, and, and you've done lots of funerals mm-hmm. as well, Andy. As, as you're talking and you're interviewing the families and you're going back in history, the military service is a big thing. Yes. I mean, it's not just the guy or the gal, but the family had to make some pretty tough sacrifices, yes. you know, yes. during those years, whether it was active, active duty, you know, reserve uh, years uh, as well. And so it's it's part of their honor, you know, as as well. And it is uh, it, it affects them deeply. You know, the flag folding ceremony and the mm. 21 gun salute and taps and, and the presentation of the flag. Are we out of time already? We are. Oh, What's I with that? I, I don't know. You'll have to come back, yes. Andy and Martha. Absolutely. I'd love you to Thank you, Thank you so love much. You. Oh, Andy, Martha, we love you. And we salute you. Thank praise you. God. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes, praise God. Thank you for all that you do. Please do come back. And dear friends, you come back too. And we thank you and we do thank God. And from whom all blessings flow. Amen. Amen. God can bless you and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks again. Amen.